You're listening to Cockadoodle News on WUSC FM and HD1 Columbia. This is Cockadoodle News. It is Monday, February 18th. 2019 and we have a jam-packed show for you guys today we got a little bit of sports a little bit of cars some um clothing happening today some weather happening today um anything else that's what we got that's all we got a little bit of this a little bit of that that's what we got (laughs) all right um as always, if you're ever listening and you have an opinion you'd like to share, or if you just want to chat, you can give us a phone call. Our number is 803-576-9872. Again, that's 803-576-WUSC. If you can't reach us on the phones, you can reach us online. You can find us on Facebook or Twitter by searching WUSC News. And with that, uh, let's jump straight into the show. Um, so if you have need, if you need transportation, we have new options for you on campus. According to a university announcement, USC has paired with Enterprise for a car share program. You can sign up at enterprisecarshare.com backslash USC and then download the car share app on Google Play or Apple and start the rental process. And the app can be used to unlock and reserve your car. Cars are available for an hourly or daily rate, which varies from weekend to the weekday use. Um, and they also come with a gas card, so you don't have to pay for your own gas. You can just swipe the card to fill up whenever you need to. Um, and there are currently only two cars available at the lot um, behind the Bryan's building. And then depending on um, the success of the program, more cars and locations could become available. Sounds like a pretty cool program, especially for freshmen, uh, because a lot of freshmen don't bring their cars, especially if they're from out of state. That brings up a good point. Most of the time, you can only rent a car if you're over 21. Um, (laughs) But this does allow you to rent a car at 18. You can be 18 and use this program. Yeah, I think that's huge for younger students. I look forward to seeing how, like, students are going to mess this thing up because, like, at first I know there's always, like, a couple things that they have to, like, work out the kinks or whatnot. And if I know if anything about students, we can figure out how to mess some stuff up. But I'm sure it's going to work out for the best, and it'll be definitely helpful for, like you said, some freshman students and students, you know, all throughout uh, their years that may or may not have a vehicle. I think this is pretty common at other universities. This is my my, uh, younger sister is a senior in high school, so she has been – college searching um and i think two or three of the schools that she looked at that i can't tell you which one one was unc charlotte i know have some type of car share program where you just like swipe your um student student id or or use the app or something and it just opens up the car and the keys are in the glove box for you um that's also where the gas the gas card is so you can just if you run out of gas, you can fill it up, and it's all the gas is included in the price of the car. Um, it's a nice car. I think the the announcement said they had like rear view backup cameras, and it was Bluetooth compatible. Yeah, I think it's it's also. I mean, a lot of college students are traveling around on the weekends. They have other friends that go to other schools, and if uh, maybe they don't want to use their car, it gives them a reliable vehicle to you know use for the weekend if they if they need it, something like that. Yeah, and I'm sure the school will pay for, like, the oil change and stuff, too. So maybe you have too many miles on your own car so that you can just take the school and as long as you don't mess it, as long as you don't damage or anything like that, it's a really good option to have. Sure. It was pretty expensive. I was – so they, char- they charge you hourly. Um, oh. 
forget everything so, I just said. So, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, if you decide to, like, rent it for, like, the weekend, I mean, you could do that um, and, like, have, like, rented for, like, two days. But, I mean, hourly, I feel like if you don't have a car, it's a good option. Um, but I feel like it's not an option I would want if I was going to the mall. Because, you know, like, you can, like, you can spend some time shopping. Yeah. And, like, if you spend, like, four hours at the mall and then, like, an hour to drive to drive there and back, like, that's five hours. I forgot what numbers I used. Did I did that up to the five? Something. Right. So. But if Close you're shopping enough. for five hours, that's five hours on your meter that you're using. You do, how, about how much does it cost an hour? You will have to go online to look that <laughs> up. <laughs> I wonder what their ideal, like, what is their ideal thought of students using? Like, what do they think and what circumstances would students be trying to use this car? I think probably, like, going to, like, Walmart or Target to, like, pick up groceries. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that would be the only thing, because I think around campus, the uh, the Zap scooters get used a lot, and I think those are pretty good for students. I don't, I've never used one, but I, my roommate does all the time. I used one for the first time. Um, I, when I was, like, downtown and I didn't, like, the one of the concerts I was going to, one of the shows was, like, way further away than I thought it was, and I walked there. And then the friend I was with Zit and I zapped back, and it was, I hated it. Yeah, it's right. It's not the best way to get around, but it gets you around. But I think even the zaps, like, there's, like, a certain area. Like, there's you can only go so far. I think yes. maybe you could go down to, like, the Publix. Yeah. Um, On whatever street Publix is on Rosewood. down your campus on Rosewood. But okay, I, gotcha, I think gotcha. that might be it. Like, you, and there's only so much you can get at Publix, and there's only so much you can zap back to your dorm. Yeah, good yes. point. You got, <laughs> you got maybe two grocery bags worth of room on the Zap. Yeah. I don't know if I've even seen one of those. Or maybe I've seen I just didn't know it was a Zap scooter or not. But it's like a three-wheeled motorcycle. Yeah, it's a little three-wheeled With a flag. motorcycle. Uh-oh. You've seen them. Yeah, I figured I had. I just didn't know what it was. Yeah. Um, speaking of vehicles on campus, did y'all hear that the, um, not the Zaps, um, like motorcycle things, but the scooters look like the motorized razor scooters yes. have been banned from Columbia. Oh no, I didn't. I didn't know. I didn't actually. I haven't seen too many of those around Columbia. Because they're banned from Columbia. This because they got banned. <laughs> Why did they get banned? You know. I think businesses were just tired of leaving because they re- they recharge on their own. So yes. the whole idea of them is you can leave them wherever, unlike Zaps, where you have to like return them to their certain spot. So you can leave them wherever. You can pick them up wherever. Um, I think you use. They have GPS in them, so the app will tell you where they are. Uh, but people were just like leaving them all over Columbia, and businesses were tired of it, so they were like, "Fine." So there's like a year probation, like you can't, or a year suspension on the scooters, which I think were also by the Zap company, but don't quote me on that one. Told you, people find some ways to mess some stuff up. Yeah, I don't think as a business owner, I'd well, I'd want a bunch of scooters just hanging around my uh, my place of business. I don't know how that program works. I've seen them in sh- I've seen them in Charlotte. And only because I did research on this story of, like, why are they banned, did I know, like, oh, that's, like, a rechargeable scooter. But. Yeah, I've I've never seen them. In, I mean, obviously they're banned now, but I see the zaps all the time, um, and students use those. But I've never seen the, uh, the, the like, the Razor scooters. Uh, but I've seen them in plenty of other major cities yeah. and other college towns. I think they just kind of, I think they got banned before they really picked up tons of popularity yeah, among students. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I see even less use for that. I mean, maybe if you're going, like, if you just need to go somewhere to, like, go to, like, dinner, that could be useful. For, like, class, right yeah. late. But yeah, if you're going to class from your apartment, that could be nice. But I feel like you can't, like, go pick stuff up. 
Like you no. couldn't go to like CVS or Publix. Yeah, no. Nah. Unless you're getting one or two things, you can stick in a backpack. Yeah. I went to Publix and got a whole bunch of, or I went to CVS my freshman year and got a whole bunch of soup, completely underestimating how far I lived away from <laughs> CVS when I had like 15 cans of soup in my backpack. Yes. 10 of 10, do not recommend. Yeah, a case of soup is uh, not not too light. Mm. Also, did, I've done the same thing with cans of Arizona tea. Um, I brought the boyfriend with me on that trip, and he was he was less than pleased. Yeah, you set him up. <laughs> All right, well, we will be right back after this quick station break. Make sure that you stay tuned to WUSC FM and HD1 Columbia. Upcoming, we do have sports, and the Cinderella Project is also with us here on WUSC. We'll be back after this. This is your car speaking. Now put down that cell phone, put your coffee in that little round thing, and get your mind out of cruise control. If you know what's good for you, listen up. You got to do something about your stinking oil. I don't care if it's 10 weight, 20 weight, however much it weighs. Just do us all a favor and throw it away the right way. Go to your local service station, or if you change it yourself, can it and dispose of it properly. But if I ever, ever catch you throwing it down a storm drain so it winds up in an ocean or on a beach, you're mine. There. I knew you'd understand. To learn about the effects of dumping into a storm drain or how to dispose of your motor oil, contact the Surfrider Foundation, an organization whose mission is to keep your beaches clean and safe. Call 1-800-743-SURF or hook up at surfrider.org. After all, it's your beach. An ordinary sunny day. An ordinary family's living room filled with an ordinary bunch of kids. And they were doing nothing. They were couch slouching. They were rug imitating. And lazy minute after lazy minute was passing them by when suddenly... Huh? Hey, guys, that's a personal foul. An active activity on a sunny day. Coming to the rescue was NFL running back Reggie Bush. Players don't get lazy penalties. Let's play. Those kids, they listened to Reggie. They got up and play they did. There was fun and running. There were smiles and jumping. And laziness was crushed. Hey, kids, don't get a lazy penalty. Kids, listen to Reggie and avoid lazy penalties. Be a player. Get up and play for an hour a day. Go online to check out smallstep.gov for fun playtime ideas. So you can be a player, too. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Be a player. Well, speaking of playing... Dun, dun, dun. Sports. Welcome back into the uh, weekly sports segment. It is Tyler Walters and Matthew Anderson. Few exciting things happened this weekend in Gamecock sports. Uh, teams did pretty well across the board. Uh, men's tennis got a good win against Clemson to secure a victory in the Palmetto Series. Always exciting to beat Clemson. Yeah, love love beating Clemson. Uh, saw Ray Tanner tweeting out uh, over over the weekend or last night. He was pretty pumped up about that. Some other things happened, too. Um, men's basketball beat Texas A&M 84-77. They're now 8-4 and in the SEC, and they play against Ole Miss tomorrow night to try to secure a top-four seed in the SEC tournament, which could be big because I think the only way they're going to make it in the NCAA tournament is if they win this SEC tournament. And women's basketball went down or beat Florida 96-77 over the weekend to tie Mississippi State for first in the SEC. 
And these two teams have been going back and forth for the last few years, uh, women's basketball teams, both prominent programs in the country. Yeah, both uh, battling for it. Oh, my bad. But both battling to try to win the SEC championship. Yeah, exactly. So, and, you know, furthermore, it UConn hasn't been as good as they have in the past. So it's more of an open field for women's basketball teams this year. And Mississippi State has been right there uh, a couple of years ago. I'm sure you remember Mississippi State were the team that beat UConn uh, to go on and play the Gamecocks in the national championship. Really shot the world there. Yes, absolutely. So they've been so close. Um, both teams, uh, Carolina's been there, and they're trying to get back. Um, we'll see how they're doing moving forward. Tied for first is a pretty good position right now. Can't complain about that one. That's right. And baseball had their first series uh, of the season. They played Liberty uh, after losing Friday night's game in extra innings. They went on to win two in a row on Saturday and Sunday to win the series, get the first series win of the season. Starting it off pretty hot. Um, they moved, They got next weekend and then one more weekend until they pay, play Clemson, uh, which will, is always a tough test. Uh, probably the best if one of the better, if not the best, college baseball rivalry in, in all of college baseball. Uh, both teams over the last 10 years or so have been very prominent. Yeah, they'll play one in Clemson, you know, the one in Greenville, and then one here in Columbia. Exactly. And last thing for Gamecock Sports over the weekend, uh, softball did go 4-0 in the Gamecock Invitational. Um, softball's own Kayla Droder got named SEC Softball Player of the Week. Well, that's what we have for Cockadoodle Sports. Make sure that y'all stay tuned throughout the station break because up next we have some members from the Cinderella Project here to discuss that great initiative. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hey, did you know that the University of South Carolina has an Equal Opportunity Programs Office? No, I didn't. But tell me more. You can call them the EOP Office for short. They are a team of specialized professionals who deal with unlawful discrimination on our campus. Like sex discrimination? Yes, and race discrimination, sexual harassment, sexual assaults, discrimination on the basis of any protected status. Are they there to help students like me? Sure they are, as well as our faculty and staff. Do they have a website that anyone could report possible discrimination to? Yes. The website is user-friendly, and all you have to do is follow the prompts for filing a report. The website is www.sc.edu eop. That's awesome that the university has an office where you can report issues of discrimination and harassment. It is awesome. The university will take prompt and effective action to address all allegations of sexual misconduct and discrimination. You can also call their office at 803-777-3854 if you need assistance. Hey, what was that website again? www.sc.edu slash eop. Welcome back. You are listening to Cockadoodle News on WUSC FM and HD1 Columbia. And as promised, we have some representatives from the uh, the Cinderella Project here with us today. Welcome, ladies. Thanks. Thanks. Hi. 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 You want to go ahead and introduce yourself to everyone? Yeah. Um, I'm Renee Ballou. I am a member of the South Carolina Bar Young Lawyers Division. Um, so I'm here representing them. I'm Tiffany Scott. I'm actually the co-chair of the Cinderella Project. Hi, I'm Deanna Taylor. I'm the president of Upsilon Omega Omega, and we work with the South Carolina Bar with the Cinderella Project. So do y'all want to kind of explain to everyone who, d who doesn't know already what the Cinderella Project is? 
Yeah, sure. Um, so the Cinderella Project is a yearly boutique that the bar, along with AKA, puts on. Um, we've been putting it on for 18 years. And what we do is we collect gently used and new formal dresses or prom dresses that people may still have in their closets that they will never wear again. Um, and we actually provide those for high school students um, one day a year. This year it's on March 2nd from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. at the Brooklyn Baptist Brooklyn Baptist Church on Sunset Boulevard um, and it's just a chance for the girls to come out and find their perfect prom dress for that one special night of the year. So how did your sorority get involved in this? So we um, partnered about 18 years ago when the um, project first started. Um, we change leadership every year, but we keep the Cinderella Project as part of our programs that we participate in. Uh, we love helping out in the community, and we saw this as a chance to get out and help some young ladies and act as fairy godmothers to um, those people who are in need and need to pick up some things. Definitely. So how did this, how did this program come about? Because it's obviously, it seems obvious that there would be a program like this, but it didn't seem obvious at one point because it wasn't always here. <laughs> <laughs> so it's something that obviously, we asked, like I said, we started it 18 years ago um, and the bar did. And the bar do, does several community projects, um, especially the Young Lawyers Division because we all like to get involved. Um, and it was just a need that was seen in the community and something that we thought that we could help out with because um, we all went through college at one point. We've all gone to galas. We all have dresses. We never wear them more than once because we took pictures in them and now we post them on Instagram. So it will never be worn again. And so we saw there this would be a great opportunity for people to give back to the community and maybe help out those who are less fortunate and may not be able to get a dress um, of the caliber that they want for a prom. Definitely. So what does this mean to y'all being able to help out and and being able to 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 give back to the community in this way? Well for me um, it actually puts a smile on my face because again of course like she stated um, it is for those young ladies who probably wouldn't even be able to get those dresses from the stores that they really want. But you have the opportunity now. So it looked upon me when I was looking for a prom dress and I told my mother I really wanted this dress and I couldn't. Had this opportunity been available to me, I probably would have been able to get that dress that I never could afford in the store. So it's somewhere special to me because I was that young lady at one point trying to find that special dress. It was so hard. There, the dresses now for prom can be so expensive. I know yes. girls at my prom that spent thousands of dollars between mm -hmm. hair, makeup, shoes, the dress. Yes. Oh, and yeah. it's just, it's not affordable for really anyone. And that's the beautiful thing about the Cinderella Project is we not only collect dresses, but we also collect the accessories and the shoes that go along with it too. So you can show up to our boutique and you can find everything that you're going to need for that night. So how do people get in, in, in contact with y'all if they want to donate or if they want to to be a, a participant um, in, in, in trying to receive a dress? Um, well, in trying to receive a dress, they can, like I said, the, this year's boutique is on March 2nd um, from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. at Brooklyn Baptist Church. If you would like a dress, um, I recommend coming early. Um, you All you need to do is if you're a high school student, you just need to show your proof of enrollment at the high school. It can be a student ID, it can be a report card, anything that they may give you to show that you're a student and you are welcome to come in and take your time selecting a dress. Um, as far as USC students, we have 
over the past 18 years collected over 14,000 dresses that have been donated and USC does a lot of that for us. They're a huge help. Um, I know that AKIO here on campus actually is a drop-off location for us and so if any girls on campus have dresses that they want to donate they can actually take them to that sorority and they'll be showcased in our boutique this year. When is the deadline for dropping off dresses? February 22nd this Friday all right y'all gotta clean out your closets you have until (laughs) you have until Friday I know I have tons oh my gosh I have so many dresses they're all at my house I have to go home and get them Um, (laughs) there's always next year because you don't bring them to college even they're all go to your parents house go to your I have tons I I even have dresses at my grandma's house Um, (laughs) well thank you guys for so much for being able to join us today do you have any other closing remarks any other things you need to shout out to the community while you have um yes please follow the SC bar and Upsilon Omega Omega chapter on social media to find out more information about the Cinderella project we have information about drop-off locations in case you're not in this area also we have information about the boutique and how that will work if y'all can't get in contact with them um you can contact the station you can find us on facebook give the station a call and we can we can connect you with the right people thank you all so much for being able to join us today thank Thank you. you we will be right back with weather and upcoming events right after this Did you know that over 100,000 animals are turned over to the South Carolina animal shelters each year? Do you also know that most of these animals are euthanized because they are nine times more animals in need of homes than there are homes to adopt them? Overpopulation of animals is the number one cause of neglect and pet cruelty today. That is why it is the animal mission of Columbia's goal to educate citizens about the importance of spaying and neutering their pets. The animal mission of Columbia performed over 5,000 safe and humane spay and neuter operations last year alone. The Animal Mission provides spay-neuter vouchers for low-income pet owners each year, as well as free vouchers for targeted zip codes. Remember, together we can make a change. Be part of the solution, not part of the problem. Spay and neuter your pets. For more information, please contact the Animal Mission at 803-776-PETS or on the Internet at www.animalmission.org. The styrofoam coffee cup you tossed away will take over 500 years to decompose. Americans throw away 25 trillion cups each year. There are enough cups thrown away each year to circle the earth 436 times. You can help USC move forward by reducing your own styrofoam consumption. So the next time you eat on campus, have a seat, grab a plate, avoid styrofoam. Welcome back. You are listening to Cockadoodle News on WUSC FM NHD1 Columbia. Right now it's about 60 degrees outside and you can expect a low of 40 tonight. Tomorrow there should be a high of 59, but if you have an 8 a.m., you will wake up to a crisp 41 degrees, which should rise to 47 by noon. Also, don't forget there's a 40% chance of rain tomorrow and 80% on Wednesday and 90% on Thursday. So if you have a portable umbrella, or a raincoat, I highly suggest you stuff that in your backpack right now, unless you're driving, in which case, wait till you get home. Upcoming events we have at USC, Gamecock Recovery Coffee and Cocoa uh, will be happening tomorrow. 
um, or excuse me, Wednesday, February 20th from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. on the Russell House patio. You can join Gamecock Recovery for free hot chocolate and coffee. Just stop by their table on the Russell House patio um, and stay to learn more about how you can become a recovery ally to fight the stigma of substance abuse disorders and and support your fellow students. If you'd like to check out this or any more campus events, you can visit sc.edu backslash calendar. Well, we will see y'all again on Wednesday from 6 to 6.30 or sooner. If you check us out on Facebook or Twitter, you can do that by searching WUSC News. Bye, y'all. This has been Cockadoodle News on WUSC. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook and tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 6 to 6.30 p.m.